Hi, I'm Gabrielle DeCure at SkyboatMedia.com, and we are the producers of Ender's Game Alive, which is the new full cast audio play written by Orson Scott Card, which will be coming out before the movie. So stay tuned for the book guys. Book Guys Show is brought to you by Audible. Go to bookguys.ca slash audible and get a free book just for signing up for a free trial. Live from Book Mountain, it's the Book Guys Show, Ender's Game Alive special. My name is Paul Alves. His name is Sir Jimmy. And that's Professor Allen over there. Hey. <laughs> It is going to be fun, guys. We got Gabriel DeCure coming on, the director uh, and, and one of the voices of Ender's Game Alive. That's going to be fun. I'm really we love audiobooks on the Book Guys show. Love it. Love it. We've got a movie coming out in November, Ender's Game. We're going to play a, a trailer shortly for that. That's exciting. It was As a Butterfly and, and Harrison Ford, uh, co-produced by Orson Scott Card. And just before that, in October sometime, we got Ender's Game Alive. Maybe we'll find out the date today when we speak to, to Gabrielle, but... This is exciting. <laughs> well, back when they announced the Ender's Game movie, I was excited about that. Only so we could share the story with with everyone, you know, people that just don't take the time to read or listen to audiobooks. But now with this Ender's Game Alive coming out, I the movie's taking a back seat for me. <laughs> me too. I love audio. I love the whole uh, theater of the mind thing. I uh, think of the shoes. You know, on the guy's yeah. <laughs> hand, cloppy clop, going to come alive in your mind. And if they take a movie and they squeeze it down into, I don't know how long the movie's going to be, an hour and a half, two hours maybe. But to have six hours, it's like a six-hour movie in your head. That's If you guys that could find... I because the audio book is a lot longer than that. So I've, I've tried to work. find Jimmy. I know you're talking about the, the clippity-clop and all that goes on in, the, in those old audio dramas. It's called a Foley kit. And that would be a Foley artist would be the person that did that. But there's an actual thing called a Foley kit. And I, I remember it was like seven or eight items that made all the noises, like doors opening, footsteps, horses, bells ringing. And it's only like eight things. And if Come out anyone, of a suitcase? Yeah, it's literally a suitcase, like this big. If you guys can find somewhere, or one of our uh, listeners or viewers could find somewhere online a classic Foley kit, I want one to have here. I know Sir Jimmy's got his bell. He ding-a-lings all the time. Professor Allen once in a while just throws a shoe at the screen. Uh, I've got my jingle machine, but I really I want the be fun. <laughs> is that on these audio productions and in even radio? Is Foley still done practically now, I, these days? I imagine that's all digital now. Yeah, no, it's all GarageBand now, or you know, I Final, like the old Final Cut Pro. Approach, yeah, but the, the the classic ones was all done live because there was no post production. Literally, they well there was there was no yeah. recording. Yeah. That's so, true. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, I, I, we haven't played it yet, I don't think, on the show. Uh, there's been a couple of trailers for Ender's Game that have come out uh, for the movie version. We'll play that. 
And uh, maybe we're also going to play right after that a little bit of exclusive uh, behind-the-scenes recording renders game alive. Exclusive to Book Guys Show. We'll put that up. Maybe now we can be the ones filing YouTube claims against people. Just saying. Now we're going to have exclusive stuff. <laughs> so we'll play that, guys, and we'll be right back. And we'll chat with uh, Gabriel DeCure after that. They know our strategies. They've learned our weaknesses. And the alien attack nearly destroyed us. That must never be allowed to happen again. If we're going to survive, we need a new kind of soldier. One who doesn't think the way we think. Fear the things we fear. One the enemy would never expect. We need minds like yours, Ender. You'll be the finest commander we've ever trained. So I'm not the first? No. But you will be the last. I'll do everything I can to win this war. You really don't see them as children, do you? If you succeed, you will be remembered as a hero. Welcome to battle school. A great responsibility rests upon each of you. When the enemy first invaded, we were not ready. Millions of innocent lives were lost. That must never be allowed to happen again. We threw everything we had at the invaders, and in the midst of that decisive battle, a legendary hero emerged. Let the courage of Mazer Rackham be your inspiration. We will never forget what the enemy did. But we defeated them. And we will do so again. Line 1051. Uh, Judy, take toward the floor. And then, page two, again, you're going to have these boys, the red, yellow, that's going to be obvious that that's everybody. How are we doing? Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, so anybody who I didn't call is not in the scene. These are still our accented characters. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're arriving at the barracks just having gotten off the shuttle that we did before. <coughs> Rex, whenever you want. Good. All right, you little smart asses. Here's the deal. 
Two levels up is where the classrooms are. That's where you spend most of your days because this is battle school. Got it? That level's also... That level also has the kitchens and the mess halls. There's the commander's mess for the really big boys. There's the soldier's mess for anybody who's in an army. There's the faculty mess. It's where the edible food is served. (laughs) And there's the launchy mess, where you eat everything you're served without complaint. We don't mind letting you go hungry. Let me do that again. I'm going to start with Ann. And there's the launchy mess where you eat everything you're served without complaint. We don't mind letting you go hungry. Got it? (laughs) When you get the order, go out this door and run along to the nearest lift tube. Go up two levels and run to the launchy mess. What colors will you follow? Red, Red, yellow, yellow. Good use of your mouth holes. Remember, that's where the food goes. Did he say we get to elect our team leader? We already know who has a jish. Food! Good, I'm going to stop you there. We've, we've got this, Shen scene. We're good. Um, what I want to do is just a little experiment. And I'm going to let DAP control you. Okay? And if you're good, they get lunch. And if you're good, we're going to get lunch right after this. Okay? <laughs> Very method. Very method. <laughs> Very method. <laughs> okay, so DAP, just... just Whip them into shape, okay? Seven. Guys, uh, on the group Seven. thing, I know it's hard, but watch your volume, because if you all go insane, we're not going to be able to use it, okay? So your energy, keep it keep it here, instead of ah, all over, okay? And we're going to start with two levels? We're going to start with two levels okay. up, yeah. And once again, Rex, just what you said, you little bastards, I'm going to get you into shape. That's what I want attitude on this one. Do, okay? do I let them go for a couple of beats, though, and then interrupt with the next line? Uh, you mean later in the speech? or anyway? No, when I say battle school, got it? And right. That's where they're going to be moaning and stuff? Yeah, right? uh-huh. And then you should wait a couple of beats before I interrupt Give that Give them moment. a beat or two, but you've got to get this information because dinner's in seven minutes. So okay. we got to keep it moving. All right. All right, so let's just go with it. Remember, we've got it in the can. We're just playing around. But I'd sure as hell like to get this organic, okay? All right, here we go. Two levels. Of, guys, make some noise. And let him shut you up with two levels up. Okay, so everybody, if you're hungry, go. Finally, someone is telling us something really Two levels up is where the classrooms are. It's where you spend most of your days because this is battle school. I, can, I cannot have a reaction. That level also. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, Rex, hold it. Perfect. Guys, you cannot react before he says it. I got a moan. Two levels up is where the classrooms are. That's where you spend most of your days because this is battle school. Got it? That level also has the kitchens and the mess halls. There's the commander's mess for the really big boys. There's the soldier's mess for anybody who's in an army. There's the faculty mess. That's where the edible food is served. (laughs) And there's the launchy mess, where you eat everything you're served without complaint. What colors will you follow? Red, Red, yellow, yellow. Good use of your mouth holes. Remember, that's where the food goes. (laughs) Let's go.
Good, we got it. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Lunch. Thank you. Two levels up is where the classrooms are. That's where you spend most of your days because this is battle school. Got it? That level also has the kitchens and the mess halls. Yes! There's the commander's mess for the really big boys. There's the soldier's mess for anybody who's in an army. There's the faculty mess. That's where the edible food is served. (laughs) And there's the launchy mess where you eat everything you're served without complaint. We don't mind letting you go hungry. Got it? When you get the order, go out this door and run along to the nearest lift tube. Go up two levels and run to the launchy mess. What colors will you follow? Red, Red, yellow, yellow. yellow. Good use of your mouth holes. Remember, that's where the food goes. Mess call. Proceed to the mess hall immediately. You have three minutes before the mess hall doors lock. They will not open for latecomers. Hello, Paul the Book Guy. This is Orson Scott Card. I'm the author of Ender's Game Alive. Yeah, I'm also the author of Ender's Game, but Ender's Game Alive is the presentation of the story that I'm happiest with. I think that I've grown as a writer since I wrote the original novel. Uh, I cut my teeth on audio plays so that, for me, this book is uh, the best telling of the Ender's Game story that has ever existed. And the cool thing is, I get to talk to you about it because you're somebody who knows, as I do, that the best way to receive a book or to receive a story is through the ears alone. And we're back, and we are joined by Gabrielle DeCure herself. How are you, Gabrielle? I am fine. I have waited for years to to do this with you. You have been courting me forever. And I looked back at some of the email, emails and, and they went back to prior to Y2K. You know, like, I try. So I'm very pleased to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Gabrielle. So this is exciting. You just finished, uh, I think you just finished wrapping up uh, recording of Ender's Game Alive. Yes, we just finished uh, last week recording um, the production, yeah. And now we're deep into post with a capital P. So, so what did you tell us a little bit about Ender's Game Live? I've got Ender's Game here with me, and that was brilliant. You, know, you guys did a great job on there. And you were Valentine in this one. Correct. Uh, that is correct. So what's the difference? What is Ender's Game Alive? Ender's Game Alive is an audio play. It is a full dramatization written by Orson Scott Card, these last few months, and it includes everything, everything from Ender's Game, the novel, and dips a little into Speaker for the Dead, just because of making sense of certain things. Um, it also introduces uh, one or two new characters that were needed to um, to flesh out the audio drama. So this isn't just an abridged version of Ender's Game, uh, the <laughs> audio book. So no. it seems like is this something that came about because Orson was uh, doing the? Oh, I guess he had to. He was involved with the script for the movie. Mm-hmm. So he kind of cut his you know script writing chops there. Uh, is this something that came, evolved through through that, or is this something that came about before? 
This is this is just universe magic. I think um, it evolved on several levels. Um, Stefan Rudnicki, who is my partner in crime in all things audio and otherwise, is Orson Scott Card's audiobook agent. Um, so Stefan was approached to have Orson write this, and actually we were consulted as to is this thing even possible? What we're talking about here, we're really talking about a new a new art form in terms of, not in terms of radio drama, of course, that's been around forever, but in terms of taking a novel and making it into all dialogue. And that's what Card has done here. And it, it's just stunning. I mean, he himself calls it the definitive Ender's Game. Okay, so it's uh, full, full it's on audio fun. drama, no, no narration as far no as... No narration. Brilliant. Wow. Out narration. You don't have, and now we're in the battle room. Right. You don't have any of that. It's all done in the dialogue, and it's it's gorgeous, gorgeously written. It's amazing. See, when I was in college, one of my favorite all-time movies was uh, Forrest Gump, and I saw it so many times that it was all in my head. And mm -hmm. this was back in the days of cassettes, and I I recorded all the audio from the movie. And when I was out delivering pizza, I would just listen to the movie. And it played in my head. And it was better to listen to the radio with commercials and, and all that. And it was before the internet and podcasts. And, and uh, right. I can see what's going on here. I'm really excited to see what you've done with it. Yeah, I love the yeah. For format. Love it. Yeah, it's, um, it's six hours long. I mean, that's what we're estimating right now. Uh, what is, again, a blessing of the universe is that Card uh, has written over 300 radio dramas. When he was uh, a young'un back in Utah, he wrote hundreds of these radio dramas. So it was not a matter of his having cut his chops on the movie. He knows this format backwards and forwards. So the construction of it, it's in 20 episodes, and each one is 18 minutes long. I mean, he's got it set up broadcasting style, which is something we're going to go on and do after the release. So it's, uh, it's magic. And Card is a director. Card is an actor. He directs Shakespeare. Uh, he knows a scene. He knows what it is. And he's constructed these amazing scenes. I mean, we got battle scenes and we've got Bonzo getting beat up in the showers and, and then we've got these intimate we've got lake scenes and, and these wonderful scenes of the family with Peter and it's um it's stunning. It's really stunning. So who's doing the editing? Who's doing the audio work? Uh, company 50 Nugget Wash that we have worked with for many, many years now. It's uh, Ted and Heather Scott do all of our posts on everything. And uh, everything is in their hands now. They're located in Colorado. And we've started uh, pretty much every other day meetings now of, you know, Ted in his lap. He got over a thousand stems of audio. We had wow. eight <laughs> mics, eight open mics going. Sometimes two people sharing a mic. Uh, no, there were going to be that many characters in this thing. Wow. Um, we started estimating there'd be 30, 40. We have over 100 different roles Wow! Um, with 30 actors. And so it's, it's, it's major, you know, what Ted is going through to set this all up now. Wow. What's, I, the, uh, what's, the, 
what is his deadline? What's the time frame? When are we going <laughs> to see this released? Even as we speak. Well, um, the point is to get it out, uh, you know, on the wave of the film. So um, right now, Audible, who is the producer, the publisher, they have it set for October 29. Um, our deadline is much earlier than that because... Um, Audible needs a little more time on this one to figure out how to form it, but there's never been a little monster like this before. So uh, our deadline is the beginning of October. So, so and we'll have a whole new category with a whole new category on Audible with one thing in it. Yeah, <laughs> and and lots more afterwards. We hope. <laughs> I think it's a, a, a really cool thing when you look at other possibilities of other novels that are major films that would lend itself to this type of, with living authors, that would lend itself to this type of uh, treatment. Now, I noticed, Gabrielle, you, you did, uh, much like uh, a Big Finish and other audio drama producers do, is you had everyone in each scene in the same room together. I noticed you had something like seven or eight microphones going at once. Right. Now, how different is that for you as far as directing? Like, now you've got, like, a room full of people. Well, you know, I, I've directed a lot. You know, I've directed Pirates of Penzance with 40 people singing at the same time. So that's one thing. But this is different because this was really more like doing a film um, in terms of we did not do it in continuity. We couldn't afford, you couldn't afford to do it in continuity. So scenes were grouped together. Um, based on a lot more on the actor's availability, on the timing, we were on a time limit. Uh, I put those headphones on and I had to listen for the performances um, because obviously I wasn't hearing the final sound. I was hearing eight open microphones. Right. So I had to listen to performances and make sure that in the one, two or three takes that we got, I had it nailed where I knew Ted and I could pull it pull the performances out of that. Um, it was very intense. I can it imagine. was long, you know. Yeah. I so know. are you playing Valentine again? <laughs> no, uh, Stefan and I are pouting. Um, <laughs> one of the major challenges of this was the casting. Um, we had table reads uh, before we cast it. Brought in a lot of people most of people that we've worked with already. The main challenge, of course, were the children. You know, how do you do this? Um, we actually brought in children, eight, nine, ten, to the table reads. It doesn't work. It can't work. <laughs> right. The sophistication of the dialogue, it just can't. No matter it's in the future, whatever. I mean, the kids have the cadence and, and whatever, but it, it's just too sophisticated. Right. So we went with the actors who could capture the character, you know? We have the Jish is made up of a cast from 12-year-old to 67 in age. But when they're put together, and I would tune them every day. We'd do the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, I'd get them to, okay, now, what age are we? Because we had to play them young when Ender starts with the monitor, you know, young, and then older on the shuttle. And then when he gets into command school at their at their oldest age, and we would harmonically, musically set the age, so I could just turn the page and go, okay, guys, you know we're at the middle range. No, you're back to the young ones. No, now you're at your oldest. Um, it, it was quite exciting. It was very exciting. 
but you are acting in this one as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got the first line. I'm now playing mother roles. <laughs> yes, I am playing Ender's mom in the very first scene, uh, Teresa Wigan, and have my little boy torn away from me. And it's, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty moving. And Stefan is playing Colonel Graf. Stefan Rudnicki is playing Colonel Graf. And he's fabulous. Um, what's so wonderful with this version is that it's like you're eavesdropping backstage on Ender's Game, the story on the story, because you have all these wonderful conversations with Anderson and Graf and uh, Shamrajnagar, and, and uh, you just get a whole, you get more of the adult's input also into it, too. Now, uh, Gabriel, was Orson Scott Card uh, involved in the actual uh, process of, of uh, recording? The uh, audio drama? We, we recorded, we gave him the dates we were recording, and it happened that at that time he was going to be out of the country in Switzerland judging a film show. And last week he said to us, of course, I know that you guys made sure, you probably called my wife and asked her, when is he going to be out of the country? Because that's <laughs> when we'll record. So we can't give him a part. That, he said that. I didn't say that. Well played, uh, Gabrielle. Well played. He was not there at all during the recording. Now, you have to know, which I'm sure you guys do, that we have done all of Orson Scott Card's audiobooks, yes. period. Um, so this is a, you know, more than a decade relationship. Uh, we are honored with his trust completely. He did not participate in the casting at any level. Wow. Um, he wrote it and handed it over and said, Go. And that's glorious, you know, in this day and age of having to get everybody's approval on everything. And the time, the time limits were, were extreme. I mean, we cast and put this together. We cast it, put it together in two weeks. Wow. And that's insane when you're talking about that many, you know, that many parts. So, no, he was not there. He was there right before. Um, and we did some talking to him then. Uh, and we were with him all the way through the writing of it. He was delivering episodes and then we've been with him after and we've consulted him we've been talking about uh now we get to all the music and the sound effects and the foley and the uh you know doors opening and those whoosh sounds you know and all that kind of fun stuff uh, i noticed yeah, that uh scott brick is uh back yes, yes. And, but he's yes. not he's no longer playing bean he's the computer <laughs> yes Stefan and Scott and I are, are, you know, having drinks in dark bars. And um, yeah, he's doing the computer. He's also, he did a wonderful uh, section where he plays the, the pilot, the launch pilot that brings the kids in on the first shuttle. And Card wrote this wonderful scene between him and the tower. And Harlan Ellison is playing the tower control. So it's this wonderful conversation between uh, Scott and Harlan uh, about all the little kids that are in the, you know, the back, the brats that are in the, the back of the shuttle. And it's, uh, it's wonderful. It's great. So we're looking at uh, new scenes, things we've never, yep. places we've never been before, things we haven't heard before, still right. in the story of Ender's Game. All, yes. Brilliant. Can't wait. Is it out yet? Is it out yet? <laughs> <laughs> No, don't say that too loud. I, we need a little more time. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, we're but, gonna uh, get it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've we've talked about the audio for we've talked about the the audio books of game 
and Shadows, and yes. continually refer to those as probably the best fully produced multi-voice recordings that we, we've run across. So you have put a pretty high bar already <laughs> for right. doing things uh, with Ender and the gang. So certainly well, I, look I, forward to this one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it was a tremendous risk at the time that we recorded the original audiobooks to do them that way. We got a lot of flack about having multiple readers in a third-person narrative. Right. Uh, we're used to it now, but we were the first ones that went in there because of Card's writing, because it's all internal, and every character is clearly set up. You know, you can't cheat and do that on just any writing. But with his, you know, so much of it, what was you know going on inside their heads. And so we did it, and a lot of people bristled at the multiple reader thing. Um, you know, that was ten years ago, guys, and uh, and now it's good. So so it's uh, it's kind of a fun fun thing to see. It has actually spoiled me for. Uh, we've talked about on previous shows since um, me and Professor Allen. Um, we both started Ender's Game at the same time, and we. We decided on how we were going to take the books and what we'd read first and second and third. And after that, I, I picked up a few other audiobooks and was listening to them. Halfway through them, not even really halfway through them, I was like, wow, they keep saying Bobby said and, and Donna replied and all that. And, and it was driving me crazy. I could not, I could not get immersed into it. So I just, I just had to stop listening and excited to, this is really going to be something cool i'm looking forward to it is it out yet yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> rock 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 <laughs> I, I, i'm gonna go one further are we gonna see any more of these uh, uh was it so much of a of a production would you like to do this again very much so yeah very very much so with with this and with other things it's 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 the most it's the wildest ride we've had in quite a while. And uh, uh, we've now created a, a system and a format to do this because, as I said, it's similar to a film in terms of the production, mm -hmm. but it's more complicated. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I it's can more complicated. Yeah. Um, and then having to deal with the kid, you know, having children's voices and, and all that, that was hard, too. I would, I would think now that you've learned the system for doing this, now you want to apply it to some more things. It would be... Oh, yes, absolutely. The system is there. Now we just have to uh, see who else wants to play with us because it's fun. It's great stuff. It'll, it'll be a breeze next time, Gabrielle. Hope you make lots no. more. No, it'll be fun. <laughs> you don't know how I define fun, so... <laughs> the challenge. Uh, we will definitely uh, talk about it once it's out. We'll definitely be listening day one. I've already bought mine, so... I'm just waiting for Audible. I keep clicking refresh on uh, my Audible app. It's waiting for it to show up. But uh, thank you they so got much. It. It's, there. it's there now, I think. I think it's up there now. Yeah, it's up there now. You can uh, pre-order now on Audible, Amazon, Ender's Game Alive. Uh, thank you so much, Gabrielle, for joining us, taking time out of your Welcome. busy schedule. Welcome. I love schedule. you guys, and I appreciate all your, your attention and your kind words. We work in such a vacuum here, and to have your kind of response and support is... Uh, it's just wonderful. Thank you. We'll see you again soon. Okay, take care. <laughs>
Paul the Book Guy. Hi, this is Emily Rankin, and I am playing Bean in Ender's Game Alive. Uh, I was also created and made alive by Orson Scott Card, the writer. Um, so it's really great to get to be in this production as the smallest boy on the team, which I've never been in real life. Anyway, thanks for uh, looking forward to this, and uh, have a great day. We're back. That was a lot of fun, guys. We learned a lot about Ender's Game Alive. I'm looking forward to it. And if and if you guys were going to ask one more time, is it out yet? I was going <laughs> to have to take over the whole podcast. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. Keep, keep clicking refresh on your Audible, folks. Uh, it is available for pre-order. Love it. Can't wait. Now, I wonder what they're doing now. They're adding all the Foley. You know, we were talking about before. You know, can't wait. Sound effects stuff. Things. I wonder forward. if you can use your sign up for Audible and get that one credit. Is one credit going to do it? Ooh, that would do it. You know what? You can pre-order right now for free just by going to bookguys.ca slash audible or audibletrial.com slash bookguys. Who knew? There you go. And, and Gabrielle and Stephen Rudnicki and or Orson Scott Card and Scott Brick and everyone, they still get paid. Audible still sends them money. There you go. Take that, Pirate Bay. <laughs> uh, it's been a lot of fun, guys. That's it for our Ender's Game uh, Live special. We'll see you next week. Same book time. Same book time. Yeah, we can do that. Same book channel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got to get Scott Brick back in to do some promos for us. See you next week, folks. Like the gentleman said. Same time, same channel. Stay tuned, book readers and book listeners. Book Guide Show will return next week. Same book time, same book channel. What do you think I, Orson would I, think of this, Gabrielle? He would love it. He would love it. Oh, no. Oh, cool. <laughs> 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 That's a Orson Scott card treasure box. <laughs> I love it. That's wonderful.